Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, October 21st, 2019. I am Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, uh, are you okay? Uh, I know Saturday night was... Uh, uh, I know you, you okay? I'm, I'm recovering. It's a slow journey. It's always a slow journey, but... Ha- has a 5'6 gentleman ever hurt your heart as much as Jose Altuve <laughs> did? In the bottom of the ninth inning in Houston <laughs> yeah. on Saturday night. He he tends to break my heart regularly, so I'm swearing off men who are five foot six. <laughs> there you go. Specifically. Five Especi- foot seven and five foot five, you're all still good to go. Yeah, especially if they play second base for the Houston Astros Boy. and knocked the New York Yankees out of the postseason. Yeah, we know, Matt. Well, I don't. I, we don't exactly have the most sports knowledgeable listening audience, so I wanted yeah, to make sure they understood who we were talking about. It's a, ve- a very Houston- specific Venn diagram, and it's yeah. like us. Yeah, they uh, the Houston Astros have moved on to take on the Washington Nationals in the 2019 Major League Baseball World Series, but we will move on. If you want to help heal Ashley's broken heart, well, if, well, I meant in the show <laughs> rundown. Um, if you want to help heal Ashley's broken heart, you can head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. James is, is making some moves. Finally, he has set up uh, RSS feeds so that you can subscribe yes. to our early shows. Got that notification. Um, Very yeah, exciting. Yeah, we will be giving you more information about that uh, in the coming days as to when you will be able to get shows with Patreon. And without, so stay tuned to that. But, Ashley, we are coming to everybody here a little later on a Sunday evening Mm -hmm. because over at the Hudson Theater, David Byrne's American Utopia officially opened on Broadway. This is not a musical, but not exactly a concert. It features David Byrne and a host of singers, dancers, and instrumentalists. It features choreography and musical staging by Annie Hyphen, the letter B, Parson. I've never seen that uh, name, like type of uh, uh, spelling and punctuation before. So I always think that's interesting. Production consultant is Alex Timbers. The show is currently slated to run through January 19th on the Broadway. And actually, uh, the reviews are interesting. I'm going to throw in. Mm. I normally don't um, include reviews from Rolling Stone because Rolling Stone doesn't really cover theater all that much. But I figured for a David Byrne show, that would be appropriate. So yeah. I'll wrap up with 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 the Rolling Stone. The but Rolling one of my favorite, the Rolling Stone, the Broadway, it all works. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with Alexa Soloski writing for The Guardian. She says, quote, more than a concert and less than a musical, a one-man show with a full backing band, American Utopia brings David Byrne, gray-haired, gray-suited, barefoot, magnificent, to Broadway. A loose amalgamation of songs, sometimes linked by brief monologues and get-out-the-vote exhortations, it is both an introduction to Byrne's particular psychology and catalog and an oblique consideration of America today and how it might be bettered. Resistance is musical. David Cody, writing for The Observer, said, quote, I must admit, I found the mix of ecstatic music making and aesthetic constraint similarly joyful and puzzling. Is this coolly mecha- uh, mechanized realm of utopia referred to by the title A Place We Want to Be? A monochromatic escape from the overstimulating particularities of life? Or are we witnessing what it's like inside the prison of being David Byrne? Of being ourselves? You know the etymology of utopia, right? Fittingly, Byrne chooses Little Creature's nihilist frontier anthem, Road to Nowhere, for the encore. 
if the road ends here, I'm totally okay with it. I honestly don't exactly know what David Cody is talking about, but uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the questions that he was asking mm-hmm. in that. And I think uh, if you know a little bit of uh, David Byrne's music, which I know very little, I, say, I can as, see. As you've mentioned before, not familiar I do not. with the, the David Byrne. Yeah, you have to put the emphasis on the second syllable, so it's yeah. the David Byrne, oh. Uh, oh, oh. the Broadway. The Broadway. Uh, yeah, but I enjoy. I, I was interested by the questions uh, in that Cody review. But mm-hmm. moving on to Jerry Portwood from the, uh, the Rolling Stone, he says, "Quote: At times, the dozen bodies on stage, nine musicians, six of them percussionists, and the two singers slash dancers." feel like an ecstatic Mardi Gras marching band in neutral duds. At others, they are transformed in a, into a collective circle that's discovered a primitive ritual that will unlock some hidden cosmic truths. That's the kind of work that you might find in a church basement in New York's East Village. Wacky, weird, and slightly awkward, not typically on a Broadway stage. Hmm. Uh, here's, here's my counterpoint to that. Okay. While that might be true, that you might not find that type of stuff on a Broadway stage. That is the type of things that I would like to find on a Broadway stage. Yeah. Much more moving forward. Yeah. Uh, if, if anything is being done in a church basement in New York's <laughs> East Village uh, and <laughs> it people. is wacky and weird enough, I hope that it finds a way to Broadway. And I hope that this weirdness, even though it has a, a fairly famous name in front of it, mm-hmm. um, opens up that pathway a little bit more. Yeah, those are my people, the East Village basement dwellers. So that's always exciting. I <laughs> put, put that on your business card. Yeah, and e- that's me, an East Village basement dweller, at least a former East Village basement dweller, having previously lived there. Yeah, listening and reading to, reading these reviews, I'm still not really sure what to expect from the show, and that to me is a really good thing. I mean, I've seen few people people on twitter including uh david gordon say it was one of the best concerts that they've ever seen so we have a lot of you know one man concert style shows that have been on broadway in the past in upcoming months and this seems like it's something that's a totally different hybrid that i'm very interested in being both a david byrne fan and just a general uh, wacky, weird, and slightly awkward <laughs> fan. Yeah, real quick, um, as we are talking about this, the New York Times review from Ben Brantley was published exactly one minute ago, mm. and the intro here is this jubilant production transforms an icon of alien nation into a cosmically cozy senior statesman, and it is mm. a critic's pick from there Ben Brantley. So, you. uh, crosses all demographics there but uh interested if anybody here listening sees the show let us know on facebook or twitter what you think of the uh the production of david burns american utopia all right ashley we're gonna move into this week's theatrical schedule and interestingly there is a ton happening which getting into the fall not a Mm -hmm. surprise but none of these things that are happening this week are happening on Broadway. So um, a lot of off-Broadway and a few regional things. But let's run through these very quickly because there's a lot. But as always, I will have links to all of these shows in the show notes. So check that out. 
First up, tonight we have not one but two openings off-Broadway. The first is Power Strip from LCT3. It's a new play by Sylvia Corey and directed by Tyne Raffaelli. Check that out there. And then the other one is Only Human off-Broadway starring Gary Busey as God. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That is, that, is, uh, that is a show that is indeed happening. That is a thing. Uh, so check that one out. It's a musical, too. If it's, it's not just a play. It's a musical. It's a fever dream. I'll, it's something, well, yeah. Uh, so maybe a different kind of dream. <laughs> but anyway, um, also happening tonight is the first preview performance of Ars Nova's new play, Dr. Ride's American Beach House. It is by Liza Birkenmeyer and directed by Katie Brooke. This play has to do with a group of people who are watching Dr. Sally Ride's first historic space flight as the first woman in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check that out. I We have said multiple Always times that Ars Nova, Nova is something. Yeah. yeah. See Ars Nova shows whenever possible. Yes, indeed. All right, moving on to Dos Maro. Uh, it is the official opening for it's tomorrow in Spanish. Yeah, is wow. Dos Maro. Is that how that works? It's like a language lesson. I thought you were a I French linguist. No, I, I live in Florida, so ah, I, I pick true, up Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, tomorrow night opening for Bella Bella off Broadway from the Manhattan Theater Club. This is the play yeah. performed and written by Harvey Firestein. Ashley, I know you saw the show yeah. over the weekend. Obviously, you are not at liberty to discuss Correct. your thoughts about the show until it is opened. But I know you said just in general, seeing Harvey was a bit of a bucket list. It was thing. a lot. Yeah. Harry Firestein yeah. has been my hero since I was 16 years old, and this was my first time seeing him on stage. So that's awesome. It was very emotional. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it, that has probably has not necessarily anything to do with the show itself, right. just seeing Harvey. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts when this one sure officially thing. opens. Also on Tuesday, we have the opening from the Vineyard Theater called "Is This a Room?" Ashley, you were supposed to see that on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. The and, MTA interfered. Hey, yeah, don't ride the L train, because if you need to ride the L train, you won't be able to ride the L train. Yeah, but I'll be there that. soon, I promise. Yeah. Uh, this one, uh, is this room, this talks about the real-life story of Reality Winner, which I still can't believe is a human being's real name, but Reality Winner was one of the whistleblowers that had to do with the Russian interference in U.S. elections. It was in con- It's conceived and directed by Tina Sater, mm-hmm. and it is currently running off-Broadway through November 10th. Also, on Tuesday night, we have a pair of really, really exciting first previews. Yes. First, from the Signature Theater, we have Fires in the Mirror, written, conceived, and originally performed by Anna DeVere Smith. This production is directed by Sahim Ali, and as we've talked about before, uh, it is going to star a someone other than um, uh, Anna DeVere Smith, which is always going to be interesting. It's going to star Michael Benjamin Washington. Not only is it not Anna DeVere Smith, it's it's a man, uh, which puts a whole other dynamic on that. This show is currently scheduled to run through December 8th, following a handful of extensions before performances began. Then on Tuesday night, actually, we have another one of these first previews, and this one has already been extended as well. And this is for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. This is coming to us from the public theater. It, of course, was written by the legendary uh, Intazaki Shange and is directed by Leah C. Gardner and choreographed by Camille A. Brown. They... it's interesting, actually. I was obviously not alive when this show originally had mm-hmm. its uh, its premiere back in 1976, yeah. uh, and it really hasn't had a major revival right. in New York since. But what's interesting is how they're per- portraying the show as not necessarily a play, but almost like a 
dancing poem. Right. Um, it's really, really interesting. It's uh, it it features seven women of color using poetry, song, and movement. Um, really, really interested to see how this one plays in today's uh, environment. But uh, those are the that's a very, very busy Tuesday. So let's move on to Wednesday, Ashley, and we have another off Broadway pair of openings. The first one is Scotland, PA, coming from Roundabout Theater Company. This is the musical adaptation of an indie film that adapted the Scottish play into a Pennsylvania burger joint in the yeah. night. It's very complicated. It's Macbeth with hamburgers. Um, has a great cast that is currently set to run through December 8th. It features a score by Adam Guan and has a great cast. Taylor Amon Jones, Megan Lawrence, Jay Armstrong Johnson, Ryan McCartan, Alicia Umfris, uh, Alana Saunders, and more. Uh, very looking forward to seeing this one when I'm in town next month. Also on Wednesday night, we have the opening for Molly Sweeney. I do not believe this is related in any way to Sweeney Todd, uh, but it oh, comes from Brian so. Friel. I know <laughs> uh, from Irish playwright Brian Friel and is directed by Jonathan Silverstein. It is currently set to run through November 16th. Then let's go uh, to Thursday night. We have the opening of the off-Broadway play Fear. This is a limited engagement playing through December 8th. It is written by Matt Williams, who is one of the co-creators of the Roseanne TV show, as well as Grace Under Fire and Home Improvement. Um, it is uh, starring one of my favorite TV stars from many different things. Just shoot me. Um, he's in the new Mr. Rogers movie, but of course he will always be Keith Mars to me from Veronica Mars. Uh, that is Enrico Colantoni. Um, this one again is very, very interesting. Check this one out. Uh, and then we're going to um, move to Friday. We have one more preview on Friday. This is from the Transport Group Off Broadway. This is Broadbent, Arkansas. It is a, a kind of a musical. It's produced in association with the Public Theater. From what I understand, it's actually two shows set in Broadbent, Arkansas. Um, but it's it, I think they're separate shows, from what I understand. But it's about three generations of family in search of hope and change. It features a libretto by Ellen Fitzhugh uh, and Harrison David Rivers with music and additional lyrics by Ted Shin. And then we're going to move over to Sunday. We have one opening in our regular round of closings. We go back to the Public Theater on Sunday as the play, the world premiere play that is written and directed by Richard Nelson called The Michaels uh, officially begins pre or officially opens. It's currently set to run through November 24th. The uh, Richard Nelson um, has been writing this uh, cycle of plays uh, includes the Apple family and the Gabriels that have run over the years at the, uh, at the public theater. And this is the new addition to that. So check that one out. And then we have closings for Fern Hill at 59 East 59th, almost famous out at the old globe in California, chasing rainbows at the paper mill playhouse in New Jersey and Georgia merching is dead off Broadway front from ensemble studio theater. So Phew. thank you for bearing with me. Got through all of that. Lots of stuff happening this week. After such a busy Broadway opening week, it's kind of yeah. nice to not see anything Broadway on the list and just have all of those shows, <laughs> as many as they were. It was a lot. And because I think we had, like, over the past seven days, four Broadway yeah, openings, yeah. which is a ton. Yeah, so, a all right, Ashley, let's close out the show with a, a little bit of news here. First up, a slew of Broadway favorites will be joining the previously announced Aretha Franklin biopic starring Jennifer Hudson, according to Deadline. Theater favorite Liesl Tommy will be directing, and the film will feature 
Audra McDonald, Titus Burgess, Haley Kilgore, Sekon Singblah, Forrest Whitaker, Marlon Wayans, Mary J. Blige, Mark Marin, and Tate Donovan, as well as Sky Dakota Turner, who can currently be seen on Broadway as young Tina Turner, no relation. Um, and if you follow uh, Adrienne Warren on any of the social medias, she posted a video a video of Sky singing, and she's amazing. So good, yeah. Yeah. This film is slated to be released on August 14th of 2020, and do not get this confused with the Aretha Franklin-related project that um, Cynthia Erivo is doing. That's for the Genius, yeah. Exactly. She's doing the third season of Genius as Aretha Franklin. Uh, Next up, due to popular demand, Waterwell will be producing one performance each month throughout the season of their really important play, The Courtroom, which is drawn from text arranged from real court transcripts of deportations in the U.S. The show will feature a rotating cast each performance, and the October 24th performance will star Stephanie J. Block, Brian Darcy James, Thomas Sadowski, and more. For times, locations, and more details, visit waterwell.org. Last week, Page Six reported that Crystal Joy Brown will succeed Danae Benton as Eliza Hamilton on Broadway beginning December 10th. That's in the uh, the musical Hamilton. Oh. Unsure of that. That little, yes. that little yeah, if you've never offshoot, heard of it. Yeah. 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 We haven't had it. We Actually, before you were around, back in the early days of Hamilton, we used to basically have to have what we called a Hamill section because there was so much oh, Hamilton-related God, stuff. Yeah, it was just all the time. But anyway, let's wrap up with despite the fact that High School Musical, the musical, the series doesn't premiere until November 12th. Last week, Disney Plus announced that it had already renewed the show for a second season. Actually, I was already excited. We've talked about it before. Tim mm-hmm. Federley's amazing. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Disney has this much confidence in it makes me even more excited and even more glad yeah. that I've already subscribed to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'm still not there yet. I feel like I missed out on something because I never was a high school musical person, even though it was. I've never seen it. Wow, really? Yeah, never seen it. Uh, so, that, on stage half, or screen. That was half sarcasm, knowing you. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You had to remember, I am very old, so this was not exactly in my time of watching Disney Channel movies. This is the thing, like, it came out right when I should have been into it, and to the point where we, if we had a substitute teacher in my chorus class, it would always, like, that would be what they would put on first but you didn't see it somehow no because i always left and went to hang out in the band room because i was more of a band room a band you were one of those kids i was i was the kid yeah okay all right fair enough what can we do anyway (laughs) i'm excited but uh that is all we have for today thanks for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook and twitter at broadway radio you can find me on twitter and instagram at bww matt ashley where can people find you you can find me on twitter and instagram at no this is ashley all right, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio where you can start getting shows early Yay. to make sure you get them before everybody else who is not Brag a contributor. About yeah. yeah, seriously, post that on the socials. Um, if you hadn't realized, we are also giving away two tickets to see Slave Play yes. on Broadway. Yes. Um, so check our social media. It is the pinned tweet on Twitter. You can enter for a chance to uh, to win those two tickets to see one of the most buzzed about and talked about plays on Broadway. You, sh- you should be seeing the show. Absolutely. All right, everybody, have a great Monday, and we will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.